0: Okay. No Advocate for whole shit, mm. Advocate for whole shit, mm. Advocate for whole shit mm. for whole shit. Mm. Advocate for
1: whole shit. Out Out.
0: Alright guys. Welcome back to another episode of whole and Podcast. I am your host, Sex with Ashley and i have Crystal the oracle so today we have another man i like the men's sex we stories do.
2: and you know what i realized about the men's sex stories they be so detailed they really, they do. Be really detailed so i realized that like this is one of the things i learned men are detailed they will tell everything if we learn to listen this is that was my takeaway
0: that's the takeaway play. so maybe maybe i should like stop talking so much and listen to my my dude, and see what he's saying.
2: Right. Because I was sitting, like, I realized listening to this one that the men's stories are so detailed. Like, they remember everything. But I think in my brain, I, I don't see men as that detailed of communicators. And I'm like, something, something ain't right. Maybe it's <laughs> you. bring it out of them because your interview skills. I don't know. But this is a good
0: one. Right. Because y'all don't be talking that much. Something ain't right. <laughs> So, we're going to let y'all listen to the interview, and then we'll come back in a second. So, hello, guys. We have a man today. I like the men's stories. We don't get enough men's stories. And so, we have a a male here, um, tale of Jay. H- how are you doing, Jay? I'm
1: doing wonderful. Ashley. How are you?
0: I am great. So, I'm ready to get into this story you're going to tell us today. This whole and tale story. <laughs>
1: Wonderful. Well, first I want to say, I am 37, so this tale is about to let people know you are never too old. Um, I started going to pink parties in the last two months. I didn't exactly know what I was expecting when I was going to them, but I, what I was hoping for the most part was that, you know, if, if nothing else, I would end up enjoying myself. However, I would say the first three times, particularly with this specific promoter, the, t- the parties did not turn out the way I expected because... Let's just put it like this, the people who would come, although it was supposed to be a certain amount of men, a certain amount of women, correct? there will always be one man, and then those men would be aggressive and niggerish, if you will. So it was never really catered towards the women to enjoy themselves or have a good time. And each time that I went, and it was like that, it would just be like i stick around for a little bit, try to see what was going on, but the whole vibe, the energy would just be there. So now I just end up leaving, go home early, not going to trip over. And
0: so, hold on, hold on for a second. So, what type of kink parties were these? Is like random swinger now, or?
1: In general, these were themed as gangbangs. Oh. Okay. But they were definitely more like regular play parties from the way that I perceived them to be. Okay. So that's what it was looking like at first. However. This particular party that I went to, the, la- the latest one, I think it was a little bit structured, a little bit different, because although it was the same promoter, the hosts were these two women, and their specialties were game banks. So I think what managed to happen is they got more people to come out simply because of who those women are, mm-hmm. were, mm-hmm. and that definitely eased the tension, because then the, the kind of men that joined were a lot more chill, a lot more laid back, a lot more respectable. And it was interesting, too, because it was one of the women's birthday, And I asked her, I was like, okay, so your birthday girl, what would you like to happen for your birthday? She was like, oh, I want a train man on me. And I was just like, yeah, how many cars you want on that train? You want three? You want four? You want five? She's like, right. come on, it's your birthday. We're going to get it done. Mm-hmm. So I would say maybe about good good 11.30 midnight. Like most of the people had come. It was time to play. So I'm getting my chance to look around, introduce myself to people, see what's going on. There was a couple that came. I got to introduce myself to the woman and the couple and we had a couple of jokes and I was like, okay, I like her. I see what she's doing. Go. Uh-huh. She went down into the playroom and got herself situated. Eventually I came down and I saw her and I saw her playing with someone. He was eating her out. And so I came up to her and I was just like, you have a beautiful you have some beautiful breasts. You mind if I suck on them for a little bit? She was like, go ahead. So then I started sucking on her breasts. And while she's getting deep now, she starts having orgasm. And then every time she has an orgasm, she's like, Y'all are cheated. Why y'all cheating like this? I'm like, Are we? Are we really cheating? But we just kept going at it, just kept playing with her. And then she wanted to play with me a little bit. So I took off my pants, pull out. She starts giving me head. And now this gentleman is going behind her and he's going to start having sex with her. I shit you not, within 10 minutes I seen this woman destroy three men and I was just standing there the entire time. Destroy?
0: What do you mean destroy?
1: I mean like these men probably only lasted two to three minutes tops while penetrating her.
0: Oh, okay. So her pussy that good?
1: Yeah, her pussy was really that good. Oh, Okay. (laughs) So she was just, it was she was she was mean with it. She was just throwing that thing back, and I was just watching them. I saw one dude; he got himself together, went to put it in. He didn't even make it past fifty seconds. It was just that him. He was just like, "Oh fuck, are you kidding me already?" She was just like, "It be like that." So,
0: so, like, so, what city is is this in? Like, I mean, maybe maybe I can come. What city? <laughs> Where y'all at? <laughs>
1: this is good old Brooklyn, New York.
0: Okay, okay. Somebody's going to ask this question. So let me go ahead and ask it now before we finish your story. How do you find the promoters for these type of parties? Is it like on Life? Where do you find these people at?
1: So definitely on life I will find most of what I'm looking for. However, I lucked out because the very first king party that I went to back in 2019 was extremely close to where I lived. And then in going to that party... I ended up playing with this woman who actually ended up owning the place that we were playing at. And I was like, wow, that's crazy. My very first time playing and I'm playing with the person who owns the spot. So then I got to know her. And then because I don't live far away, me and her got to become really, really cool. So often I will help her with the setup for the parties and so forth, getting things together, throwing out ideas of things that she could try and do. So it's become sort of, much of a, like a symbiotic relationship where I definitely go to help, but like I've been able to make friends because of it. So in this way, I've been able to meet a lot of people in the New York scene, and also it introduced me to the kink group that I'm a part of. It introduced me to a lot of the doms and subs that I've met in the last two years. It's, you would be surprised how vocal and easy the rollout can be if you just situate yourself into it.
0: So, we're gonna get back to your story in a second. So, where are these these play parties happening? I know um some play parties that I'm familiar with happen like at people's houses so, are these at a house or are these are like uh events spaces or some uh, hotels or something?
1: yeah, so this particular one is at someone's home mm-hmm. I, I think it makes it a lot easier to deal with because although, Going to the hotels is one thing. I feel like there's it's hard to feel too comfortable in a hotel. If you're going, you know exactly what you're about to do and that's really all there is to it. But you go into this space, there's a party area. So people can just stand up and communicate. Listen to some music, there's something to eat, there's something to drink, there's an outside area if you want to smoke or if you just need some air. Then this downstairs. There's the boom boom room. That's where all the playing is happening and all the fun stuff. there's also the bedroom, which is sometimes where specific kink acts go down. Like I've seen a lot of flogging, fire play, electric play go down in that room. So
0: I love electric play.
1: Ooh, I love electric play too. I had no idea it would be so fun.
0: Yeah, me neither. I went at uh, this was uh, probably 2019. I hosted like a um, kind of like an intro type type situation. And um, we had electro play there. That was my first time doing it. I was like, "Oh, this is this is what's up," and I liked it. It was it was um, it was something that I would like to do again. I just haven't been able to find anyone who could do it. Um, So that's something I'm looking forward to. So let's go back to the story. Okay, the one with the one with the fire pussy. All right, what happens after that?
1: So after she was done giving me some fire head. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, All right, I'm like, I'm going to go take my chances. So I went in, I put in about 10 minutes of great work as best as I could at the time. Um, She definitely enjoyed it. We, You could just tell good energy when your sexual energy is just synced up with someone else's. And I think that that's what we had. So that I took my time with that one. Finished up. She was like, oh, you finished? I was like, I'll be right back. Don't you go nowhere. Uh-huh. And I just went upstairs. I got me a drink. Got myself situated. Went outside. Smoked some weed because that's like my spinach right there that get me together. Uh-huh. And I was like, okay. I took a deep breath. I was like, alright, it's time to go back into this. So I went back downstairs. I checked in, checked in on her. She was just relaxing for a little bit. I was just like, so you still think I'm cheating? She was just like, you know you were cheating. I was like, how am I a cheater if you're the one that's about to win she was like how am I about to win I was like let me show you took off all my clothes got on the floor with her and I proceeded to eat this woman out for an entire hour
0: ooh now, Jesus and, I, and she look, didn't
1: tap out I would've tapped out I don't she got some energizer pussy cause that shit kept going and going and going I was impressed I was like that thing's so strong she could light up a city block that's how that felt to me
0: ooh lord
1: but I think what was more interesting about it is that in this space, this is where people are both playing and also being voiced. so people are watching some people are waiting to see if they can get a chance to jump into someone's um, scenario, so it's like there were two couples already having sex on both sides of us so that's already going on, but for me and her, I don't know what it was we just had our own vibe, so I know I'm beating this thing up and these dudes are looking at me like, bro, why you arguing? Like, what's what's going on here? And I don't know how to explain it, but I could just feel that vibe. So there was a moment where I picked my head up. I was like, no, I think some of the men here might want to play with you. And she was like, well, they shit out of luck and then pushed my head back down so I could finish. And I was just like, I mm, guess I picked the right one right here. Yeah. So, Okay. me, we were just, I was just slurping and slopping and sucking and licking and teasing every part of her that I could. And then after that, I think she was just like, okay, I want to feel you right now. And then I just got up, put it in. We were just having some of the roughest yet passionate yet fun sex that I've had in I don't know how long. Like, it was just, it was a performance. Like, I don't know how else to explain it because I've never had high fives after I've had sex before. But that was the first time that That's that how happened. you know. That's how you know you doing something. And
0: people, just straight to the watch it like, "Oh, high five! Oh, you was all your like, man, dingo
1: exactly. <laughs> That's how you know you doing that damn thing right. And then so, here comes somebody else. And now he want to play with us. So it's another threesome. So now he's in the front. I'm in the back, and I'm just smashing it up. I'm sweating like I'm hard at work somewhere doing a nine to five. Uh, it was. I don't know how to explain this, but in the middle of all of it, I call her Gorilla Glue, because the way that that thing was sticking to me, it was just absolutely amazing to me. It was... I don't know how else to put it, but it's just like, literally, it felt like my dick was disappearing. Like, it just... That's how good it felt to be inside this woman, and just the way that our energy was syncing up. It was just some phenomenal stuff, and even the people watching were just like, oh my god. So... By the time I finished, I was like, damn. She was like, you good now? I was like, are you good? She was like, maybe. I think so. <laughs> I was like, oh, you something else. So I took a minute, let her finish playing with the other person. Mm-hmm. I came back upstairs, got myself together again with another drink, mm-hmm. a little bit more smoke. I relaxed for a little bit. She came upstairs. She was getting ready to leave. She um got her partner, and they were gone. But before she left, she gave me a huge hug, and it looked me dead in my eyes, and she was like, "Thank you, I needed that." And I was just like, "Look at me doing people favors. I like that." See,
0: it could be my thing. Like, I'll be wanting, I'll probably will want to do that again with that same person.
1: I agree, and I almost thought that that's what she might have wanted too, but. Then there was no indication that she wanted my phone number or anything like that. And then I also took it that because she's part of a couple that maybe this is a space where what happens here stays here and that's good enough for her. So I was like, okay, that, that definitely makes sense. And if anything, maybe at some other point, I'll see her at another party. That's the way I looked at it. So I enjoyed that moment with her. However, in the midst of all that, like I told you, there was still the young woman whose birthday it was who wanted a train ride on her. She was having her fun with like seven different dudes. So when I checked in with her, she was laid out. Just She, she squirted her life away. She had a great time with that. Uh, the other woman, she had played with a few people and she was just enjoying herself. It seemed like the longer the night was going on, the more she was getting a chance to enjoy herself. So the party was supposed to end at about four o'clock. So around, I'd say, give or take, 3.30. Something in my head is just telling me, you should go back downstairs just one more time to see what's going on. So these two were the only women left. Most everybody else started going home. There were maybe about four or five men still there. Uh, one was in on, lying on the bed with the birthday girl. She just wanted some cuddles at the time because she had fucked her life away. She had given a great performance. Um, she was throwing that thing in a circle like I ain't never seen. And I was like, that's how you do for your birthday. Did you fuck the birthday girl
0: too? Because the other girl wasn't a birthday girl, right?
1: I wanted to. Okay. I wanted to. But every single time that I saw her, that I, when I wasn't dealing with the prior woman, um, she was already like two, three dudes in already. Okay. So I was just like, mm, I'll wait my turn. But by the end of the night, she was already tired and spent. So I was just like, she got to take it easy. But her friend, she was still gone. Now, The, since it was about to stop at four o'clock, um, the woman whose place it is, she came down to check in. She was like, you're not leaving yet, right? I was like, you need help cleaning up and everything like that. She was like, yeah, could you stay? I was like, don't worry. I got you. And so the young lady heard that. And so she made an announcement to the whole room. She was like, all right. Y'all heard the lady. You only got a couple of minutes left. So everybody come to get it. Come and get yours right now. So all the men just stood around her, did like a little sober jerk everybody's able to, like, she's playing with them a little bit, some hand jobs, a little bit of head, everybody's coming on her breasts and her face, like, she was in love with the whole thing. Me, I'm like, you know what? I think I got one more, in. why the hell not? So, I go up, I get in the circle too, she immediately starts giving me head, and she was just like, you put on a show earlier, I gotta give you a show right back. I was like, I had no idea that I was going to still get good treatment after what I did earlier. But she gave me some phenomenal head. I came, she swallowed. It was like I my soul was snatched right after that. So I ain't, I never came into this party thinking my soul would get snatched three times in a row in one night. But the way that I played and then the way that everything ended, it was like one of the most blissful moments I've ever had in my entire life. By the time I got home, and I hopped in the shower. That felt like a victory lap. I don't know if you've ever had like a victory shower where you just you just feel like you're a Rocky just at the top of the stairs, just with your hands in the ears like Yes. Right. I did it. I did it. But it was just so awesome. Like I was buzzing so much after I finished, like I couldn't even go to sleep. Like I had to stay up and watch something on TV for a couple of minutes just so I could just calm down and bring it down. But it was just like for somebody like me, ooh, I didn't start kink that, that early. So it was, these things are more recent for me. And then just taking a bet on myself. I'm someone who struggles with how I look, my weight, um, how people receive me and everything like that. But it was just me taking a bet on myself and just being like, you know what? I'm cute. I got good work. I can make this happen. And then I went and I did the damn thing and it just turned out into such a beautiful scenario. So it's like, since that time, literally everything about my sex life is just going up exponentially and I'm finding myself in so many scenarios that I would have never, ever thought I could get myself into. So it's just amazing that like how that one party just turned everything loose. See, see, see. So
0: how many parties have you gone to since that party?
1: so i've gone to two parties but in those i haven't i wasn't really playing i was more just like helping out because i guess it's more like the mood that i want to feel i'm able now to start understanding the vibes when i come in Mm -hmm. so i can tell when i'm going to be comfortable and when i'm not going to be comfortable and now that i finally understand that feeling it lets me know when something is worth my time and when This is just not the place for me currently, you know? So it's no not to the other parties, but honestly, it's just like going to a regular party. This is like, you've been out with your friends, they hype up a party, you get to the party and it's just like, it's not it. It's not what you wanted. So knowing that feeling now, it kind of definitely gives me a better inkling of like, how can I embrace the moment when I'm a part of it? And also, it's giving me better context on how I pick the partners that I want to play. You know what I'm saying? Normally, you just do it with someone that you're attracted to, and that's fine. But without feeling like there's going to be some good reciprocation, you don't really know what you're getting yourself into. So knowing how to read the energy of another person and then seeing how you and this person combine easily, your sexual tension and the way that that plays out, that has definitely helped me see much better like which kind of partners i'm going to play with now what kind of acts i can ask them if they want to do um i'm a switch so i definitely like being in positions where of course i can take control sometimes but i definitely prefer when women no control i like seeing them enjoy themselves i like seeing them fully embrace the moment and just do whatever the hell comes to mind because those just lead up to better times period
0: i agree like this is a good story i i this sounds like an ideal experience. I need to try this. I right, this sounds. I've gone to um play events before. Um but typically when I go, I've gone with a partner. And yeah. so like we don't I don't do, I don't do all I don't really explore other people like that. I have by myself, but it still wasn't to the extent of what you did. It wasn't like (laughs) that. (laughs) So I'm like, oh, that's like a good time. So I need to I need to do
1: that. This was like And I would say this because although I've never had a partner to do these things with, um, what I take from it, especially from the, the couples that I see is that there's a level of trust that you both have to have as a couple, and then in the situation that you're choosing to be a part of. And so, I think particularly for this party that I went to, it worked out best because of the way it embraced how women can enjoy themselves. Because, like I said earlier, overall, the thing that always goes wrong on a lot of these parties is that the men always want to take control of everything and then make it get towards their satisfaction. And There are other spaces for that to happen, but when you do it in these kind of parties, you're denying the women their chances to feel comfortable, to feel free enough to let loose. And then, of course, if you came up with your partner and you feel some kind of tension, you'll just stick with your partner because why would you want to risk feeling weird with strangers if they're not giving you any kind of energy that makes you feel like, wow, I'm really going to fuck it up tonight? Like That's exactly the kind of energy that you need. And overall, if you get to build that context of you can do whatever you want because the party is themed more to your enjoyment, you would, you wouldn't even believe what you're capable of at that rate. Because there are so many fantasies that women want to play out, but they can't because they're always looking for that perfect moment or that perfect space. And while it doesn't always exist like that, if you are in the right space, or the party is the right kind of place to embrace what you want. You like you're just gonna let it all hang out because at that point you have nothing else to be worried about. You could fully indulge in all the things that you've been thinking about for such a long time.
0: I agree. Thank you for your story, Jay. This was I this was cool. I like that one that you you know your story tells people that one you're never too old or to try anything like some people feel feel like well you know i'm 40 or 30 whatever you know that your twins are are, are the age for you to be trying all this stuff i'm too old i can't do that and that's not true as long as there is breath in your body you are never too old to try things that you want to try
1: that's a fact and honestly the older that you get the better the shit becomes because you have nothing left to worry about you have no worries about inhibitions, you're not trying to impress anybody, you're not scared about what the societal context is, like, finding your tribe makes everything so much better, so it's just like when you find the right group of people who express the decisions in life that you're making, you know, like for yourself, you have this podcast, so you need to be around people who are about their business, who are about making content that speaks to who they are and that keeps everybody on their toes it's the same kind of rules and principles for your own sex life like you need people who want you to be at your best who want you to have nothing but smiles and orgasms in every direction because if it's not that then what the hell's the point in the first place honestly
0: right i agree this was a good story. I thank you Jay. I thank you for um uh sharing your whole tell with us. And yeah, I hope if you have some more stories in the future of your other play party excursions, feel free to come back and, you know, let us, let us know. People after my post a story, people always ask questions like where is that at? So this is in Brooklyn, people. So if you're in Brooklyn, go to Fed Life. Go to Life.
1: <laughs> and if anything else, I uh, hope I'll give everybody a little cheat code. Go on Instagram, go on at NYC Lovehouse. and you'll see how they're building up their space for all the kind of parties that they're going to have, and I promise everybody will enjoy themselves. Yes, yeah.
0: sex yeah. church this
1: Friday. Yeah. I wasn't able to make that sex church, but I heard it was a beautiful one. However, it is going to be a reoccurring um, kind of party, and I will be the pastor. Mm, So, What does the
0: pastor do?
1: um, Well, basically, I'm going to give a testimonial to how everybody needs to be busting it wide, so I'm basically just going to be there using this beautiful voice of mine to help everybody just get themselves into the mood. Oh, I see. I
0: have
1: a cuddle event. Mm Mm-hmm. A cuddle party that is also for people who are not into the sexual relations, but would like spaces of intimacy. And these cuddle parties are designed to help people understand intimacy and consent, specifically the consent, because um, Love House is all about making sure everybody is seen and heard. And when it comes to the cuddle parties, it's, I would say it's almost like consent one-on-one because we don't even realize, especially from growing up as children, how many of us had a right to tell people when we wanted to be touched and when we didn't. And As adults, it's very hard to pinpoint when you're comfortable with something and when you're not. And we tend to block out or push past a lot of things that make us uncomfortable because we don't want to make the situation or other people uncomfortable. But these kind of parties kind of give you your first foray into stating when it's okay for you to state when you should give consent to people to let them touch you, let them do anything with you, and vice versa. How do you ask somebody? How do you read the signs? And overall the cuddling just gives a certain amount of intimacy of embracing the moment and the energy of someone else knowing that you're safe, secure, and it almost is like an out-of-body experience because you really just get to feel yourself like in a space of love.
0: Yeah, like, yeah. Um, I, I'm Now I'm jealous that um, I don't live in New York.
1: <laughs> this is true. But maybe one day you will be out there, and if that ever happens, then you know you got a plug. So now you'll be able to do something as soon as you get
0: it. I I I will I will do that. Well, we yeah. thank you, Jay, for your ho and tell.
1: Thank you very much, Ashley. Appreciate you having me. for whole shit. Advocate for whole shit. Whole
0: shit. And we're back.
2: Hmm. So this was interesting. First of all, he said, what is it, like, late 30s is late in life. And I'm like, wait, 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 (laughs) because I'm 38.
0: Right. Right, and I'm about there with you. I'll be 37 my next birthday, so, like, that's late in life.
2: That is not late in life, but congratulations on kind of getting into kink when he did. I, I think this story was so dope, and his voice was, like, melodious, he should record affirmations.
0: And I think, too, I think, like, I think what he meant by that was, like, um, I, I think pe- people assume that you have this exploration. You explore sex and all these things at 20, your 20s, and you do, you do what most people do. But mm-hmm. I don't think they explore it to the level of, like, when you're 30s. Because, like, when you're 20, you're just exploring, I'll say for me, when I was in my 20s, I was really getting into sex, really, like, as an adult, like, what, what that was. So I was exploring sex, like, different, with different people, like, just regular sex. I didn't know anything about kink, not really, at 20, 22, 23. I didn't know anything about that. Um, I didn't about that life until I got older and, like, probably was, like, 30. But, oh, it's a whole new thing. So, I, won- I wonder... What, what is like the average age most people get into King? Cause I think a lot of times in your twenties, you're not really, you're not really that sure of yourself right. either. And exactly. you're still like trying to find your way and you don't want people tell you to do. You're not really
2: right. that. No, for real, for real. Sure. Like mm-hmm. I see that. I think like in your twenties, you are just experimenting. And then when you get to your thirties, you get to explore, right? No, I think yeah. that really is the difference so you just are experimenting just to see what happens I think when you're 30s you start owning okay I like these aspects I don't like these aspects like let me explore let me push the envelope so yeah I think that's a I think in late 30s it's probably a really good age to start getting into kink if anybody's thinking they're too old for it I think that might be a, a really good age. Let me see if there's like a
0: statistic. I'm just it's curious. Like, what, what, if you ain't get your hair pulled yeah. by 35, make somebody pull your hair. Yeah, like at what age do most people? Oh, come on, Google. Uh, look, uh, what age do most people get into king? I'm just curious. Maybe I don't know. Maybe white people get into it earlier. I don't. I don't have any reference for that. But um, black people, we're we're just so behind anyway. Mm. But yeah, but I did like his story. I like the fact that he went there and he, his story made me actually like, I need to come to y'all's party. Oh my gosh. Right. They had like a, like a cool setup. I
2: mean, mm-hmm. he had a lot, but okay. So this particular party, it was really great. Cause he said, one of the things he said was, I took a bet on myself. And I was like, Mm -hmm. I really like that because, you know, he had explored that, like, maybe he wasn't as confident before he started getting into kink about his capabilities or, like, how he looked. But, like, being at these parties Mm -hmm. and being able to explore and watch other people, like, really kind of gave him an idea of what he was capable of. So I was like, that is dope. He said he ate that woman for an hour. I don't know if I could do an hour. Ooh. You know, I don't know if I could do an hour. I'm willing to I'm willing to try.
0: <laughs> I've done to I tapped out, like I've done that. I mean, it was probably, I don't know, 30 minutes or so maybe. Cause like after I come a couple of times, think, like you're extra sensitive. My clearance is done. Like, no shade to him. But I'm thinking like if you eat somebody out for an hour. You doing it. Like, yeah, right. you're not doing
2: it. Unless you're edging them. So like my partner now will like she's <laughs> she's got like these jujitsu kind of moves um, there was this time this is you know whatever but like literally I could see purple and like orange light above my body and I was like I think that's my soul floating above my body like bring it back to me please <laughs> like, I need to take my soul purple and orange lights my god <laughs> Jesus. Anyway, so, you know, there's, if, unless the person's like edging you, like taking you there and intentionally giving right. you an hour, you don't, you're not doing what you're supposed to do. That's too long.
0: That's my original thought. I don't, it doesn't take an hour. it be a good 30 minutes though. Like, you know, but it does not take an hour to get the job done. Not if, you're doing, not if job. you're doing the job.
2: And if somebody's down there for a really long time and not doing the job, y'all need to like move your hips to the left, the right, tilt up, say something.
0: So <laughs> Atlanta has been an adventure, right? It has definitely been an adventure. So I knew this dude prior to us linking up. Mm-hmm. I knew him. Um, but this is our first time having sex. So like he was, he's a he's one of those people who like to concentrate on the clearest the whole mm-hmm. time. I don't like that. Some people mm-hmm. do. Mm-hmm. I don't. I like to concentrate, like, like you, to concentrate on all of the vulva, like the lips, the opening, the the inner lips. I like all of it. I just don't like the the clitoris because one, my clitoris is sensitive, and you are doing that too long, now it hurts, and I'm kind of like not. It doesn't feel great to me. Some people like that, so I was trying to like shift my body, my hips around, but bro was not getting it. <laughs> Somebody told him this is the spot. Just get the spot. Find the spot.
2: It was like no, no, (laughs) no.
0: And and again, that might be the spot for some other person, but that's not my spot. No, I get it. What about like tongue inside? That's fine. So like the whole thing. I the whole thing. The whole thing works for me. Not just one spot. So yeah. Yes. Um.
2: He mentioned being a switch. So mm-hmm. help help the people, old oh queen of kink, favorite friend in Phil. <laughs> help us understand what it means to be a switch.
0: So people who are switches, they can go from being dominant to, to submissive. Like they they'll they can be the one who's telling you that that's giving the orders or they can be the one who's taking orders. Um, that's what that means. Um, uh, I can be a switch. I don't like really being dominant. I can be, but I'm more submissive. I, I think anybody has the potential to be a switch per se. Another story. This dude who he liked being some he liked being submissive. Like he he was dominant because with me because that's pretty much how it is. I'm really the submissive one. But he was like, you know, I want you to tell me what to do. Like tell me to, you know. Do this and do that, and it like he wanted me to do that. Like that's he was into that, and I felt a little weird, kind of telling this grown man to do all these things. It's not something that I do regularly, but that's what switches switch somebody who can go back and forth equally, where and, and they get off on both.
2: He was at a, a sex party, and one of the women there was celebrating her birthday and wanted a train run ran on her, and I feel like that is exactly how you should celebrate your birthday. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know if I want to train right like per se. But you know what I mean? Like at a, like at being as free as you can be.
0: Yes. Yes. I think having a sex party for your birthday is kind of a good idea. But I don't, I don't, I don't typically know if I want, like, you know, whoever will let them come, just come and like ram this coochie. I don't, because then you get people. This is the thing with those. I feel like with trains too. I, I, I'm a person that I need some type of, Stimulus, right? That's what I need. I need something stimulus. So just because you have a penis and you rammed it in my hole doesn't really do anything for me. So I think in the train, that's what I see. I don't really see men trying to, like, caress and be caring and, like, trying. I think it's more about them just fucking a uh, uh, pins and yeah. a hole.
2: He had said that um, that he had felt uncomfortable at a couple of parties because it was like that. It was real man centric and, like, their pleasure centric mm-hmm. and that, like, the parties where it was more centered on the women, he enjoyed more. And I can see that. Yeah. Probably sweeter, more know. variety,
0: more playful. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like I like that. I, I I need that for me to have a good time. Like I I don't, I don't know if because I'm getting older now and what I need changes, but I just don't. I just I need to feel like you into me and like you like. I don't know. I just
2: need to feel like you like. That's what came up though. too, though, right? Like knowing, like older women really knowing and owning their needs. Oh, I do. I think that's a thing. I think you're right. It's a little sensuality. goes a long way.
0: Yes, that's what it is. That's the word, sensuality. I like, my dude, like, do something to, like, caress, you know, do something. Just, you just can't just, oh, okay, I'm out, dick hard, let's go. That don't do shit for me. Right.
2: He said he, uh, pastor of sex church.
0: <laughs> yeah, he did. <laughs> and I was like, where is his sex church at?
2: What happens there on Sunday mornings? I'm curious.
0: I am too. He actually gave me the
2: information he did. to at her. NYC Love House. I feel like he wanted mm-hmm. to be outed. I don't feel like he wanted to be anonymous. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, Crystal, <laughs> so he wanted to be outed. Yeah, I, I went on there to look. They're in um. They're in what? New, New York, New Jersey, somewhere up yes. north. Yes. And I'm not yes. a person.
2: I, this is just the the. You know, place that he's inviting everyone to
0: come visit. Cause I will go visit, like I would really go visit. Um, but I was like, um, it's y'all too far. Yes, so no.
2: yes. This was good. This was a good story, especially like it was crazy because like the main part of the story was his his connection and like performance and with this one lady with the like gorilla grip cat that was like you know, uh uh taking niggas down one after another. And then at the end he wanted to reconnect All with her, but she was just like,
0: I'm good. Thanks. Yeah. That was
1: fun.
0: Thank you. You. <laughs> well, look, I need advocate that. I don't I don't have the energy. I I, I don't think you. I know advocate for I don't I don't think I could have the advocate energy to like just go through that many that, that many orgasms with that many people. I'd be tired. I'd be tired with one dude. I'd be tired. Mm. <laughs> like, I for real Advocate I be tired I'm like oh lord I don't know I don't know if I have The energy to do that all night like, I-, I won't go pick You know
2: Pick a sleep. I, I'm always up shit. for a challenge We <laughs> you know We mm. no. 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 know <laughs> But yes This is a really Really good story whole, shit. whole shit. So if you uh whole
0: shit
2: What would What would Ashley say Advocate right Advocate now If you Have gone to Advocate Started kink
0: late like We would to hear about it we, we really do. I'll, I'll we, cause we're nosy. Like, we want to hear your stories about kink or whatever it is you've done or doing or tried recently, good, bad, or indifferent. Advocate we want to hear your stories. So, make sure you go to our Advocate Instagram page, shoes. which is Ho and Tell Podcast, and you. DM us, or you go to the website, which is Ho and tell. or the Ho yeah. and
2: Tell Podcast Discussion
0: Group on Facebook. I'll, I'll Facebook. And you'll find us there. Until so next time, we'll see you guys later.